Welcome to Parents' Rights Now, a production of Parents' Rights in Education, hosted by Suzanne Gallagher. We are committed to valuing students, empowering parents, and supporting communities to secure great educations for public school children in America. PRE welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Visit our website, parentsrightsined.org, and like us on Facebook. Our chapters include Alaska, Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, Illinois, Maine, Montana, Ohio, Oregon, Texas, Virginia, Washington State, Wisconsin, and something new, Australia. Join us by filling out the form on our website titled, Join Us. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. Okay, today is Tuesday, May 10th, and... um, We've got an interesting story to share with you. <laughs> this has to do with Washington State and lying. You know, people lie these days and they just, honestly, they really don't seem to care. And this has to do with the comprehensive sexual education that has now been adopted in the state of Washington. Now, many of you guys are living in states where this is kind of a new thing. I'm thinking about Illinois where parents are just like blown away with what's going on in their child's classroom. Well, Washington State is very similar to you. So uh, this is an article written by the leader in Washington State, Jennifer Heine Withy, and um, it's titled, When Edmonds and Bellingham School Districts Told Parents That Lessons on Gender and Self-Identity Were Mandatory, They Lied. On March 28th, Jason Rance, a very well-known Northwest radio personality, published an article about the Edmonds School District claiming children as young as seven were being taught about gender, self-identity, and asked to choose their own pronouns. Seven. When parents complained, district representatives claimed lessons to be mandatory by the new law. Either they were misguided or they were lying to parents. That was in Edmonds, Washington. Let's take a look at Bellingham. A first grade teacher read the book, I Am Jazz, a story about a boy who identifies as a girl, to her young students. When parents discovered the book was read to their children without their permission or knowledge and complained to the district, they were met with silence. The parents then took their concerns to the school board. No sympathy. The president of the board operates a self-described, quote, all ages, unquote, sex toy shop. Oh my gosh, who are these people who are running our school boards? This article goes on. What is the law? Well, both of these districts are operating counter 
to RCW28A.300.475. That's a law number, okay? We have a link in our show notes. Uh, It is comprehensive sexual health education. And according to that law, quote, comprehensive sexual health education for students in kindergarten through grade three must be instruction in social emotional learning that is consistent with learning standards and benchmarks adopted by the Office of the Superintendent of Public Instruction. Nowhere in the standards for social emotional learning is there any mention of gender, self-identity, or lessons on pronouns. Okay. So on the website of the Office of Superintendent of Public Instruction, or the OSPI, districts are given permission to teach sexual health starting in kindergarten, which includes lessons on gender and self-identity. What? There's definitely a conflict here. Quote, no sexuality content or curriculum will be required, although districts may choose to offer additional instruction in alignment with K-12 learning standards for health education, unquote. But if they do, they must follow the law, which states this, quote, any parent or legal guardian may review the comprehensive sexual health education curriculum provided in his or her child's school. Hmm. Okay, the law also states, quote, any parent or legal guardian who wishes to have his or her child excused from any planned instruction in comprehensive sexual health education may do so upon filing a written request with the school district board of directors or its designee or the principal of the school his or her child attends or the principal's designee. So like every good parents' rights and education leader, Jennifer Heine Withy lists here several news reports, multiple news reports that have appeared uh, by you know mainstream media outlets uh, regarding this subject. Here we go. Let's take these articles chronologically. Most of these articles were written in the year 2020 not too long after this very controversial legislation was passed by the state legislature in Washington state. And then uh, parents tried valiantly to repeal it, but unfortunately their initiative uh, was not supported by the people. So now it is uh, in law to teach comprehensive sex ed in grades K through 12. Let's start with September 2020. The Waukeacum County Eagle states, comprehensive sexual health education for students in grades K through 3 would need to be taught as instruction in social and emotional learning, or SEL. SEL learning is defined by the Washington Superintendent of Public Instruction as a process through which individuals build awareness and skills in managing emotions, setting goals, establishing relationships, 
and making responsible decisions that support success in school and life, unquote. The next month, on October 8th, 2020, the Courier-Herald gave quite a summary of the law as it applied to uh, grades K-3, through social-emotional learning. They stated, according to SB 5395, that was the number of the law, it was a Senate bill, quote, comprehensive sexual health education for students in kindergarten through Grade three must be instruction in social-emotional learning that is consistent with learning standards and benchmarks adopted by OSPI. In other words, the bill is very specific that only social-emotional learning is required for students in K-3. through But what exactly is social-emotional instruction and how exactly do you measure it? According to that list, which is available on the OSPI's website, sex ed curriculum taught to students K-3 through should cover ideas and topics, like being able to, quote, recognize, identify, and name my emotions, feelings, and thoughts. Identify the importance to me of being a member of my cultural group. Identify reasons why I may need to seek help from others, and accept people who have different opinions and perspectives, just to name a few. On October 19th, 2020, King 5 News stated, quote, students in kindergarten through third grade would be taught social-emotional learning with a focus on controlling emotions, understanding boundaries, and identifying a trusted adult, unquote. November 3rd, 2020, the Seattle Times said, quote, young children would learn social-emotional skills, including how to make friends, unquote. And on November 9th, 2020, the Spokesman Review stated, students in kindergarten through third grade must have social-emotional learning that is consistent with standards set by the OSPI, according to the bill. In OSPI guidelines, social-emotional learning teaches how to identify and express feelings, how to achieve goals, and how to act responsibly when interacting with others, among other guidelines. Unquote. All of those publications stated what? SEL is the only thing that will be taught to third graders, K through three. Why wouldn't parents expect that? Let's fast forward to May 9th, 2022. The Courier-Herald states, quote, any parent or legal guardian who wishes to have his or her child excused from any planned instruction in comprehensive sexual health education, may do so. The bill reads, any parent or legal guardian may review the comprehensive sexual health education curriculum provided in his or her child's school. Well, that pretty much sums it up. FCL, K-3, through and 
even if it's even if it's only SEL, parents can still opt their child out of the instruction. And in order to make that decision, the parent has to be able to see what's going to be taught to their child. So what in the world is going on in Edmonds and Bellingham? The law is clear. They are not to be taught gender identity. And any sexual education subject that is taught in kindergarten through the third grade must be shown to parents in advance. And they must get uh, permission from those parents to teach it. That's plain and simple. But yet, what are they doing? They're ignoring the parents. They are literally um, stating that that the parents um, have no say, that this is what must be taught according to the new law. So what should the parents do? Well, they should present all of this information to the school district, showing them that they are wrong. And if the district continues to uh, avoid the law, to disregard it, and to bully parents into thinking that they have to accept it, then uh, not only should we go public on this, which of course we're doing right now, but it should be, and Jason Rance did as well, <laughs> but, but it has to stop. And parents putting pressure on their school boards is the best way. Now, these two cities aren't that large. I mean, we're not talking about Seattle here. We're talking about Edmonds, which is north of Seattle, and Bellingham, which is almost to the, um, the Canadian border. You guys are going to have to get together. Start your parents' rights and education chapter in your school district, meet with other parents, challenge the board, and go public. That is the best way. Alert as many other parents as humanly possible. We can get this done. And you know it, and I know it. Those school districts are breaking the law. And they are stealing parents' rights. This is Parents' Rights Now. Please check your show notes for links pertinent to this podcast. Oh, and one last thing. It would be so, so great if you could help us out financially as well. You know, we have ongoing expenses every month and we're growing, growing like crazy. And uh, we do give assistance to all of our chapters. They can uh, ask people in their various states to contribute. So you might want to consider that if there is a chapter in your state, uh, you can indicate that you prefer for the money to go directly to the state. And Pre keeps 20% of that and 80% goes to the chapters to help them with their expenses for printing, etc. A lot of them are putting on events and we encourage them to do that. And so this helps them to grow and to take action. And um, anyway, just go to the donate page on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Thanks much.
Thank you.